0: Hi I'm Addie and I'm Kat and you're listening to Club Dead the ultimate True Blood rewatch podcast with all your favorite nostalgia tidbits. We're back with episode three talking about mine. What an interesting concept.
1: (laughs) I have have so many big paragraphs of notes about how angry this fucking episode makes me. I'm capitals. I'm just like (laughs) And, like, what's worse, right, I got so angry with this, like, just rewatching. Like, I've watched it through once. I got so angry rewatching this. I have, like, half a page of notes, and I can tell where I got too frustrated and I just stopped watching. You're like, no more. No more. I can't do it. And, like, I remember what happens. I'm just going to get angry about it. Let's
0: not do that. Let's, no. I'm not going to. You know what? I, I don't need to be stressed about
1: <laughs> But this, okay, so, I like, we, I feel like we need to sort of do a little bit of a content warning on this one because this one does yeah. touch on something a little bit untoward
0: yes absolutely
1: um so if you are sensitive to sexual assaults anything like that we would advise skipping this episode yeah um there is a scene in this that we're going to discuss and i'm going to get very very angry about um that involves that involves dawn um and jason um so yeah if you are sensitive to sexual assault and i can completely understand that um Skip this episode, we won't hate you for it. There's two and more we'll, other episodes you can listen to. Yeah, and, and
0: then there'll then we'll be an episode just, next week. Yeah, we'll see you next episode. Yeah, we'll see uh, you next episode. It's fine. It's fine by me. So, initial so, thoughts of this episode, I have some. <sighs> okay,
1: <laughs> you tell me, tell me your initial thoughts, and I'll go over the synopsis. I actually have the synopsis written down this time.
0: Uh, this episode is definitely a filler episode, so I was a little oh, bit disappointed, and I was it like, suffers oh, so fuck. much.
1: Which is really bad because they kill off a really good character in this one. They yeah. kill off Dawn, so.
0: Yeah, and it's just like, oh, cool, great.
1: But it's yeah. just
0: like, they could have done that without all the, like this is, I I get that they're establishing everyone and, and it's episode three, but they get 59 minutes to do this. It
1: suffers, It's trying. it's trying to be edgier than last episode but still suffers from like middle child syndrome. Yeah. And... I feel like if we were rewatching, if we were watching this for the first time, it would be entirely fine. Yeah, like we'd be like, okay, cool, this is an interesting character. Oh no, something's happening here. But like rewatching it, you kind of get that hindsight, and you're like, okay, this was a poorly thought out episode. Yeah, That's just there's some man. really there's some really interesting things that get told, like to get discussed in this, but it is just, it's not an interesting episode by any means I don't think it gets interesting for another like episode or so like I know next episode we enter Fantasia which is really good
0: that'll be exciting
1: um and that sort of um sort of unfurls a whole bunch of new characters but I hate the fact that there are like two filler episodes before we meet before we get another layer of vampire
0: yeah before we see how they're they're uh economy works their nighttime economy
1: yeah um before we get to the most interesting character in the entire series who is pam i was about um, to say please
0: if you say eric i'm gonna be like second most interesting character oh god i love eric i love <laughs> him so much
1: i'm so i'm sorry he's well, i'm like, like sorry i'm up to i'm up to i'm up to season five now I've oh just my god <laughs> i have
0: to catch up long weekend's coming up i'm gonna do it
1: so I've just like binged through and I'm up to this part and I'm like, why did they do this to him?
0: Why? I know. <laughs> Although the storyline's like, really interesting. So that really storyline
1: like is super, super interesting. I just hate the way that they approach it because it just oh, we'll get there. We've got we've got four more seasons to go. <laughs> and we'll get there. <laughs> You're gonna understand
0: the frustration
1: in a couple of months' time. <sighs> So the synopsis for, se- uh, for season one, episode three, "Mine" is Dawn Green spends the night with Sookie's, bro- uh, Sookie's brother Jason, but she kicks him out after an argument and is found strangled later that day. So I think that just like that explains the entire episode. That's it. You don't. We don't that's it. We're done. Sorry, come back next that's week.
0: The, and that's the end of the episode.
1: That's, that's, <laughs> that's what the I'm saying. Of- like that's, that. that's, a
0: star that's a the start. And that's the entire.
1: Yeah, that's that's the entire. Like, if that's what they're getting from this, that's. That's it. Like there's so much hmm. more interesting stuff that happens around this episode, I think. Um, but yeah, let's let's start with scene one. Scene one. Scene one.
0: Suki <laughs> rocks up at Bill's. So we're back to where, yeah, where we left off from scene, uh, episode two, where it's yes. all the the vampires. Um, who we find out are Malcolm diane and liam i want
1: to say yeah so, so yeah we know we know of liam because he's the vampire from the sex tape in episode one and he's the one that like jason keeps seeing so <laughs> yes <laughs> and he is he i love his character because he's such a grotesque representation of what i think a twisted and villainous vampire would be
0: yeah i feel like, like all three of these these vampires are in a way well, like
1: Diane and Malcolm are kind of like tamed back a little bit when you compare them to this other guy, because hmm. like he's oh, there's just something about Goobies. him that makes <laughs> my that makes my screen my skin crawl.
0: <laughs> um I love that they try to glamour her, and she's like, "Are you trying to glamour me?" Can we talk about the most glamorizing part,
1: which is that thick goddamn gold dress?
0: Oh, that Diane's wearing.
1: <laughs> that Diane's wearing. Oh, she it's looks like fantastic. a cow, It's like a cow neck and it's backless, and it's sequins, and then it's got like a tight mini skirt. She, she is gorgeous. Yeah. This, again, the, the fashion in this thing just kills me. And then like you've got Malcolm who's in like this like red wine coloured shirt, and he's got the deep vein, he's got like the sprinklings of chest hair.
0: You can see and, what era each of them were made in. I love that. And then you've got, what did we, we say? Liam. He kind of looks like a um, biker.
1: Yeah, he looks like a biker or or like some edgelord from like the nineties in the the punk scene or something (laughs) like that, who'd probably go studs up in a pit and like knock out somebody's front teeth. Oh,
0: I hope not. I mean,
1: considering what he does, probably like it's it's, yeah, probably the (laughs) tamest thing he does that week.
0: Um I so they bring her in.
1: Suki stands, stands up for herself pretty yeah. well. She's like, for somebody who has only interacted with Vampire Bill, she's like, oh, these three vampires are here. I'm just going to be like, guys? fuck you guys.
0: I'm coming in. I've got shit to do. To give it to Bill. Bitch, it is 11 o'clock at night. I am tired. I like, I want to go to bed. Um, <laughs> and so before they can, they they kind of like torment her a little bit and play with her. And before they it's, feed on her, it's like you... out, Suki is mine.
1: Sorry. It's like watching no no no. It's like watching kids pick wings off a fly.
0: Yeah, just like playing bit... with their food. But the really interesting thing is that after this sequence, I'll just bring it further up, is that Bill talks about this concept of vampires that live in a nest together. Yes, are a little bit more gross and in, like they've really let go of their humanity.
1: Yeah, and so like they also discuss like. How they've just they're just keeping humans like yeah. I think Diane says why aren't you serving your master
0: yeah the, it's well, such a exploited and like that yeah, fang banger it, thing for themselves
1: if you look at the two um, humans that they've got they look really strung out they mm. look like the 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 Hollywood typical like crack addict mm. and they look really really strung out they look really really tired like. Um, what's his, what's his, what's his name? Um, um, Jerry.
0: Jerry and Ju- Jerry,
1: Julia? Something like Julia, that.
0: I but I don't know if that's right.
1: Um, Jerry's in like cut off jean shorts. Jorts. Jorts. <laughs> 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 My dude's wearing jorts. Jorts. I hate um, that. <laughs> But, yeah, so Bill kind of goes, like, they're, they're tormenting her. They've got Sookie's they head to one side and they're talking about how, like, virgin blood is, like, the best blood, second to only baby blood, and they're all cackling like mad witches. Ugh. And Bill appears out of the shadows and goes, "Suki is mine, Ugh. which is presumptuous as hell. <laughs> yeah. Which she does but get upset about. She does get upset about, but this ultimately proves to save her life. Yeah. And this is where my issues start.
0: <laughs> Women are not possessions. <laughs> we are not possessions. Which and I must go on to say to him, you know, that yeah. I, I am my own person.
1: Yeah. Like, no, you cannot feed off me, like all this kind of stuff. But I hate this concept of mine.
0: Yeah. Like it's through it, the whole the whole series as well. And it's so like creepy. It gives me the icks. <laughs> It's a yikes for me.
1: It is a it is a yikes, bro. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I, I mean like I I understand like the concept of if I if I own a human <laughs> that they're under my protection, but it's also like you think you own a human, like
1: well I do jokingly call Jason my property because I married him.
0: Well, I mean, right. I'm, like, so. I'm, like, I'm
1: like I'm glad I made you my property, and he goes, "Am I though?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yes." <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you wear my ring. I, you're my property. He goes, but okay, you wear perfect. my ring. And I'm like, yeah, but I said my wedding vest first. <laughs> so I win. You're <laughs> my win. property.
0: That is that is you. All you. <laughs> but
1: we also find out a little bit more about vampire vulnerabilities.
0: Yes. Yes. Which I found really interesting. So um, the part that is odd to me, and I have thoughts on, is that Malcolm uh, sorry. I think Julia is Diane's fang banger. Yes. Or no, Liam's. she doesn't have. She doesn't have. Oh, she's just much, there.
1: Yeah, she's just there. She's Liam's because Liam walks in and goes, "Somebody's got to get on my Johnson."
0: Oh, that's right. And I was like, and oh. then she
1: like, and then she gets just immediately on her knees, and he's
0: has the most awkward orgasm face. Uh, yeah. I kind of blocked that bit out. I think. <laughs> welcome to welcome to flashbacks. Oh. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 So um he, uh so Malcolm offers Jerry to Bill. Yes. And like eat him. And uh, my thoughts are right. So Bill is he's got his fangs out ready to eat from Jerry. And um for me it's like, isn't there a sexual aspect to vampires feeding on people? So it kind of feels like borderline hypocritical that Bill's like, Sookie's mine, but I'm going to feed on this human in this like uh, psychosexual kind of well, thing that we do with humans.
1: There's there's always like the implication that yeah, it is like a sexual thing because every time we sort of see it, it's like Jason slot-shaming somebody for being bitten mm. by a vampire. Um, and these are clearly like, they're what I would say uh hollywood representations of street walkers in 2005 yeah so whether they've been glamoured or paid or something like that like i don't think it's a you know jerry is mine kind of deal i think it's a this is a human that i possess
0: free for He's, all
1: yeah free for all this is this is my property to disperse how i want as opposed to what bill does which is i'm in a relationship with it, like Suki is mine. Like the way he says it is, mm. she is not for anyone else. She is mine. Again, like this, she is my possession. But it's more protective in a romantic sense than this is just a human I own. You can you can do what I want, like a, a capitalist concept. sort of thing with it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Interesting, because yeah, I was like, isn't this sexual? I don't I, what <laughs> <laughs> what what. So, um, Suki <clears throat> actually reads Jerry's thoughts and yells out that Jerry has. Pep d in that moment obviously jerry attacks sookie and fucking
1: chokes, chokes her out, her out. <laughs> yeah he has he has a go
0: yeah i was just like holy shit um bill grabs jerry and breaks his wrist throwing him to the other side of the room now i love that malcolm just picks him up and throws him over his shoulder and they're all like <laughs> cheerio we're out yeah, they're like, Jerry, he's like, Jerry, you dumb bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, pretty much. Jerry's a bit of
1: a dumb bitch, yeah. but Diane, but Diane's like, aren't? Isn't anyone curious about how this little bitch knew that knew yeah. about Jerry? Because nobody has addressed that. No, Malcolm just kind of picks Jerry up. Um, like, the other, the other bloke, yeah, the other two are kind of like, all right, we're gonna get the car. I guess like show's over. Um, but Diane is like perched over Suki, like I am gonna eat you. Yeah, how do you um, know
0: this shit?
1: Yeah, how do you know this? And then Bill's like, "Oh, you know, you can't talk yet, can you?" because you've just been choked out and Suki's like, "Yeah,
0: yes. yes." Like she's she's
1: like very cautiously <laughs> nodding. Yeah. She's like, "I yeah, what?" <laughs> <But>. <laughs> um, and then Diane's like, uh, I know how to like make her talk." And then Bill reiterates, "Suki is mine." She's like, "Yeah, yeah, I heard you." And then they all sort of toddle off. Yeah. That this
0: reminds me of now that we're discussing it. What's that? Do you know when a girl goes out to a bar and a man hits on her and she says, Oh no, sorry, I have a boyfriend, and he automatically respects the man, but not the woman's wishes to be left alone? And I like
1: <laughs> I knew friends who would buy rings to wear on their like ring oh, fingers. I <laughs> um yeah, it is it is very much respecting the authority of somebody else over an individual's. Autonomy and agency yeah. than it is um, respecting the agency and the autonomy of like the person, um, but also I don't expect that much respect
0: from vampires, from <laughs> vampires
1: especially yeah. vampires who are like nesting. Uh, yeah, because it turns them feral basically. Like they just they just turn yeah. into ferals.
0: They're feral animals. Um. So Sookie is absolutely distraught, and she's just like, um what How, the fuck just happened yeah what the fuck is hep d and we kind of find out that it's this um hepatitis hepatitis mutation that affects only vampires and that um people carry like humans carry it but it doesn't do anything to them
1: yeah and they're relatively they're relatively immune to it
0: yeah and it doesn't kill them it just puts them at a greater risk for like a month or a couple of weeks and yeah you know, if they get staked oh like they could get staked if they're yeah if they're it makes them it
1: makes them far weaker and you know, it makes them a lot more susceptible to being staked or like being captured or something like that, yeah, um, and I've got here like we also discover that keeping humans is kind of common because there's yeah. this such this big push for like mainstreaming, and you've got like Bill talking about mainstreaming and Nan Flanagan on the t v being like we only need the Japanese synthetic blood, we only need true blood and all this kind of stuff, but there is this clear like rebellion, yeah i want to say about
0: vampires or like anti-mainstreaming vampires
1: yeah who don't who just want to stay in the who want to stay in quote-unquote the old ways yeah um as opposed to mainstreaming or something like that and that kind of gets discussed a little bit later on as well
0: um i just want to point out I, holy fuck the amount of violence that sookie has gone through in these in like episodes. a week <laughs> yeah what in like a fuck? week
1: and thank God, because that, that happens in the next time we see after after this scene, that happens in the next scene we see with Suki. Yeah. But like, I've got here, Suki finally has some objections to how Bill treats her. This yes. will totally be short lived, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But she's definitely, Bill is explaining the concept of mine, like this vampire possession. And he says something along the lines of, like, it means that only I can feed on you. And she's like, you most certainly cannot feed on me like she is asserting herself she is finally sick of this vampire bullshit Mm. like understandably
0: (laughs) yeah and you know she's um because there's a scene where she leaves and goes home and he you know runs back
1: to just appears on her doorstep he needs a bell he He needs a bell (laughs) bill needs a bell
0: and the thing that really frustrates me is you know she's talking about how you know last night i had to bury my bloody clothes I was almost killed. Um, tonight, I was almost killed again. Why on earth would I continue seeing you? Mm. And he says, because you will never find a human man you can be yourself with. What a. Oh. Gross. Yeah. Like. The
1: manipulation. It's like, do you just want to settle for me? Because you're not going to find anybody else who you don't have to work for. Yeah. Um, but like, just settle.
0: Just settle with me, a oh. hundred and fifty-year-old vampire,
1: and that's <laughs> what she does for ages. Is yeah, she just she really settles? Just like,
0: like oh, admitted-
1: okay. admittedly, there's nobody else really good in the town. True,
0: True. but she settles. No, uh, thinking, yeah, no, there's no one. unless someone like break, you know blows into town. Yeah, so like, Bill,
1: Bill is trying to like keep up this very polite manner and like all that kind of stuff and he's like may I kiss you good night and she's like no fuck off no, no. she's she's physically like she looks physically repulsed by the idea yeah. of giving him a kiss because she's like I'm sorry these are the people you like Hang consult out? with <laughs> yeah these, these are like your regular your regular oh. friends or whatever you would call them like I don't want to be anywhere near them
0: yeah, no thanks. She um, the fact that she in the previous episode revealed all this vulnerability about her past relationships with Bill, for him only to throw it back in her face, I was like, that's so manipulative. Like, what the hell is wrong with you,
1: Bill? Manipulative? No. But
0: the oh. thing is, I'm like, how does someone born 100? I was like, men's tactics are the same as what they were
1: 150 years, 150 years ago, and like, wow. he doesn't. He doesn't have the excuse of just being misplaced in time he has grown through all of this time he's watched how men and women interact and how yeah. social interactions have changed over a hundred years and he
0: still Gross. only picks that flavor of prick yeah he's just like i'm just still gonna be a toxic piece of shit
1: yeah like i'm this is this is just me and oh god it gets so much worse <laughs> <sighs> we episode what to it we're up to episode three, people, and this is how toxic they are. This is this is not going to get better. It will, I think, in some ways. It'll it'll get, it'll get better in the in the same way that like watching trashy movies is better. Like it's good. It's, uh, <laughs> ow. uh
0: So this is scene two. Um, this is we where our our the content bar. warning is.
1: Oh no, no that's yeah. ne- that's after this so oh my gosh I scene- it
0: in the wrong order
1: <laughs> <laughs> so scene so the next scene is that we're in the bar and tara and sam yes. are like cleaning down and packing away for the night they've clearly like the restaurant is closed um sam is packing up the bar and tara says to him hey can i have one of those because he's packing beer yeah
0: um
1: and sam says to her, well you know as long as you're off the clock like why aren't you going home and then they yeah. decide to trauma bond
0: yeah, it's really sad. Because she's <laughs> um, talking about how she can't go home. She, I would, well, she doesn't want to.
1: No, and for good reason. My yeah. issue comes from, like, so they start talking about Suki first. Yeah. They just have this bitch gossip session, like two girls, like 13-year-olds, just, oh, it's so bad. And they're talking about how Tara has this concern for Suki, And... So, like, I've got here, okay, I understand that Tara's concerned for Suki's well being. Vampires are being like kind of scary and whatnot, but she's straight up running to Sam, who she knows yeah. holds a candle for Suki.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a, a borderline betrayal
1: almost. It's like Tara expects Sam to just run in and save Suki. Yeah. And Suki has like, like, Tara routinely, everybody routinely says for Suki to stay out of there. Like minds like can Tara just stay out of Suki's business for two seconds
0: yeah I think that she um there's a term uh an enmeshment when yes. you don't have these boundaries and they become incredibly blurred and so your relationship is automatically like it's okay to talk about with other people because you don't know where boundaries lay lie with those particular relationships so you think and it's they- okay to talk about them
1: and I think that explains, like, that's explained by um, by Tara being raised in such an abusive yeah. home, and like her having this really sibling-like relationship with Suki. Yeah. So Suki, Sookie, seeing it, uh, not Suki. Tara is seeing it as like a, um, hey, I just want to protect my friend. But the way that she goes about it, like, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. It's bad. It's so bad because it's like she runs to Sam in the hope that Sam will white knight her, and it's such a bad faith move. And then when like Tara, when Sam turns it around on her, because Sam's like, "I'm like happy not messing in like Suki's affairs, whatever." Yeah. Why don't you go and hook up with Jason? Like Tara deflects it entirely. She's like, "I'm happy with I'm happy with where he is. Like he's the unattainable." Yeah, it's like you can't do that.
0: Yeah, and I don't think she really learns ever how to not do that.
1: No, I don't think she does, not, especially not in this season, I don't think in the next either. But, like, she's, I like, again, I understand that she's trying to look out for Sookie, but it's such a bad faith move.
0: The thing that annoys me is that she brings up the fact that Sookie can't hear Bill.
1: No, so um, Sam brings that up.
0: Oh.
1: See, that's so, just
0: something maybe he should have just kept to himself
1: so tara is trying to encourage sam to go and talk to her
0: that's right she's like
1: you know if i was you i'd go and do this and sam's like you just said you wouldn't like don't fucking lie to me
0: Mm.
1: um and then sam's like Suki can't hear her thoughts i've like offered but like she doesn't you know like she declined and tara's like oh yeah no you've got no chance yeah. Um, Yeah, you know, she has to work for this boundary, like this the, this barrier that she's got up. If she can't hear his thoughts, she can just relax for a second. You've got no chance. And I'm like, Jesus, you run hot and cold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you were literally like two seconds ago. You were like, yeah, go go get it.
0: Go. Oh wait, go. no, go no, 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 come back, no, come back. <laughs> uh, you just hit the unattainable.
1: Yeah, it's it's so it's so bad. Yeah, and. <sighs> I just I hate it and then they start trauma bonding about like their childhoods and stuff like oh, that and I'm like nothing brings sin. nothing brings friends together like trauma bonding <laughs> and oh it's such gosh. a it's such a very millennial thing to do as it well it really
0: is isn't it to let la- and to also trauma dump and just be yeah. like here you go
1: this is all yours now deal with it yeah I feel lighter but have this
0: I feel lighter don't know how you feel too bad but like
1: in in the few interactions that we've seen Tara and Sam have, I wouldn't say that Tara and Sam have that relationship where, like, you could just go in trauma dump and like, work that out. Yeah. And
0: They're, discuss it even. Maybe with Suki yes. or with Jason or with Lafayette. Definitely with,
1: definitely with, like, Sookie and with Lafayette. The relationship that they are so far establishing, not in five minutes, but so far establishing, um, is boss and employee. Yeah. Acquaintances. Like clearly they know each other because Bontong is a Bontemps is a, a very small town. Everyone knows
0: everyone, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like there's six people in it, but they they don't have that close relationship that like even Suki and Sam have.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: She doesn't and like she openly says that she just doesn't have friends. She just doesn't make the investment in relationships.
0: And that's kind of sad.
1: Yeah. Um, but like she comes from a background where she can't really trust anybody, so I can understand it. Yeah. Um, but then she goes, Oh yeah, here is all my trauma, here is my alcoholic mother, and like binding her in her own vomit and stuff like that. How's that make you feel? Yeah.
0: I feel like a lot of this TV series is also people just been like, here, go bye. Here's all yeah, Here's all, all,
1: all, all, all my shit. Let's let's bond over this. Bye-bye. Oh gosh. Um, and and then this is where this is this is where if you have listened up so far, this is where we're putting a very hard um, content warning. Content warning. This is going to discuss sexual assault. This is going to discuss rape. This is going to discuss all that kind of stuff. So if you were sensitive to those topics, this is where the hard barrier is, my friend. Yes. Skip Do it. Not continue. If you want to listen and like continue with the podcast, and just skip this bit, like skip ahead a couple of minutes but we would recommend just avoiding this pod this this episode of the podcast this we'll see podcast. you next week just avoid this podcast <laughs> also this, avoid the
0: podcast <laughs>
1: also avoid the podcast but we would recommend yeah just skipping this part of the podcast skip this episode yeah it's not worth take care of yourself first is what we recommend
0: yeah so um yeah. This all is right a lot to unpack it is question what the fuck is he thinking? <laughs> question
1: <laughs> number one, what the fuck? Number two, refer to number one.
0: Number three, all of the above.
1: <laughs> number three. So Dawn, you see Dawn leave the bar when Tara and Sam are talking. Dawn comes home. She's like quite happy with herself. She's like, ha ha, Jason, like, he I'm going to find him back Lucky. there. Like, he's going <laughs> to, yeah, he's going to be like all worked up. He's going to be really mad. It's going to be like really good makeup sex. She walks in. She doesn't find him there, and then she's grabbed from behind.
0: Yeah, she's attacked by a man in a balaclava who is and a robe and, a robe. <laughs> and gloves. Um,
1: and it's it's. Uh, I have yeah. I have so many issues with this scene. I hate, and honestly, I hate Dawn in this scene. I feel like yeah. Jason Jason is being his spoiler alert uh the predator is jason
0: um yes. uh, attempting a sexual assault telling, yeah so uh, Dawn that he's gonna kill her and that he's, he's killed jason and yeah
1: and that like you know this is like all that kind of stuff like she gets on the bed and she's kind of into it a little bit and then yeah. like jason keeps playing it up he's like oh i drained that man that you um that you left here for me that was very courteous of you and then she starts being like no okay panic Wait. panic panic out <laughs> out out and then jason is just like haha it's me how funny this is not funny this is this no. is i i I don't like sexual assault, and I don't like rape being used in a joke. No, let alone. and like I can maybe understand it to develop plot lines in very specific situations. This scene could have been completely avoided with Jason not being there, Dawn coming in, and Jason just jumping out and surprising her, just
0: scaring her.
1: yeah. Um, just being like, boo, I'm here. Like her panicking that maybe something's happened, whatever. Like he's, you know, the, the window's open or you know, he's moved his truck or something like that, and he's gone. But this gets into very explicit, this this taps into something. Yeah. And then Dawn sort of resists it, because like Jason reveals himself and he's like, haha, you know, blah, blah, blah. And Dawn like starts like punching into his chest and like slapping him. And then it kind of turns into like this kink scene yeah. of like Jason being like, yes, yeah, slap me again, ha, ha. And then they just get into it.
0: And whilst I understand that rape fantasies are a part of people's kinks, that is Cons- okay. Consent is key. Consent is key. <laughs> if you were if you were doing a scene like that,
1: you need to be discussing boundaries, you need to be discussing safe words, you need to be discussing consent. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody involved needs to be involved. They need to be yeah. actively involved and enthusiastically involved. Incent is active and enthusiastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's um, a very concerning scene for me. I I hate it. I really hate it.
1: I, I, but like, I don't feel like blaming Dawn specifically for all of this is like a, a a very feminist thing of me to do, but I hate the fact she forgives him so quickly. Yeah. If it was me, I would have, she like, she, she shoots at him in a later scene.
0: In this scene, at the end of this scene. Yeah, at the end
1: of this scene, she shoots at him. I was like, so you should. Yeah, like, excuse me, do you not understand what's happened in the last, like, hour or so? Like, if yeah. this had happened to me, I would be 100% like, no, you need to leave, we are done, never speak to me again. Like, mm-mm. that's not a, That's not a fun joke to play on someone.
0: Yeah. Uh, so whilst she this kink scene is evolving i'm eye rolling my eyes oh eye rolling
1: yeah we're just both, we're just both <laughs> no. so upset right now um,
0: he actually pitches liam the vampire from bill's mansion and also uh the vampire from uh mordette pickens um sex, tape. sex tapes and the mood is absolutely killed for both of them and he tells dawn that he's creeped out that she's had sex with a vampire she's not ashamed and she will not you know, um, be told that she should be. And she said, it's the best sex she ever had.
1: I love the fact she's like, it was the best sex I ever had. And Jason has the audacity to be like, I thought I was the best sex you ever had. And she's like, yeah, until you got clingy and weird and stopped calling. Like, until you stopped acting like a human being and you ghosted me, Mm. you were not the best sex I ever had. And then I was stopping. And then I stopped having the best
0: sex. So I went and found something else. And that you don't get to to police that. So and my favorite, so jealous. And I my like that. favorite
1: <laughs> line is, uh, it's something along the lines of, the world does not, the universe does not revolve around your penis. <laughs> I love that. Perfect. She's like, she's like getting up. She's putting her underwear on. She's like putting a shirt on, all that kind of stuff. Jason's refusing to leave the house. Dawn is actively trying to kick him out. She's like, "No, you leave. Like, if you can't keep it up and you're not giving me sex, there is no reason for you to be here. You need to get the fuck out." And Jason's like flossing. This is this is the part of this like scene. This, this is a very specific part of the scene that I hate, and I think it's so weird because Jason just picks up like a container of dental floss, pulls some out, twines it, like tosses it around his feet, and just starts flossing. Oh, and I'm like,
0: where are you putting I had- that dental floss?
1: I I understand the importance of dental hygiene. <laughs> but if you require like dental if you require dental floss on your nightstand, you need to be having a chat with someone.
0: Uh probably with a dental hygienist. Yeah, probably. there needs there needs to be a there needs to be a discussion. Someone. Get out there. So
1: so Dawn walks back in and is like, do I look like I'm laughing? Because she is pointing a gun at him. <laughs> And Jason's like, what do you think you're going to do with that? And she's like, I don't know, bang, and just shoots at the ground. Oh, and Jason's so like, all right, I'm out. Oh, fuck.
0: Uh, but not before a neighbour overhears the fight and sees Jason leaving Dawn's apartment.
1: Calling her a crazy bitch. Yes. And he's like, you heard me. You know was a crazy bitch? Yes. ha <laughs> <laughs> Foreshadowing.
0: <laughs> yeah, not a good idea, Jason. Um, and then, ah, uh, this scene. So actually before,
1: before we go before we go back to that when Jason comes back in and they're having sex and he pictures the vampire that sex scene is so awkward. Yeah. Because they're like Dawn's got a leg up and Jason's like railing yeah. which is entirely <laughs> fine but they're like full on bouncing on the bed.
0: And, they just and they're like
1: lifting. Yeah, but they're like they're like lifting off the bed. They're getting air this is like x games literally sex and then like games. sex games sex xxx <laughs> <laughs> and then like we cut to jason's vision and there's like liam with like his his out and he's just dawn's voice going what's
0: wrong oh and like, the legs still there and <laughs> legs still <laughs> <on>. <laughs> but it's such an awkward
1: thing oh, to come into i was really watching I, I was coming back i was like re-watching this um at work oh no I'm like on my lunch break and I'm like sitting in my chair and because I'm like reception I've got to like keep people coming in so I've got a headphone in and I'm like oh right (laughs) just like putting I'm just like okay let's just let's just cover this this is not safe for work I'm
0: I'm
1: just gonna gonna like stick that in my shirt it's fine but it's don't tell my boss (laughs) but it's so it's so awkward
0: it's it did make me laugh None of the sex in this has been appealing? No. And I don't like, think and any of it is. is. And the funny thing is I wrote one of my notes at the top and it was like this entire episode is about sex because it it, it, is. it is. It is. It is it is about the sexual exchange. Yeah. And but it's so funny and I was like also right next to it but so is the whole television show (laughs) (laughs) question mark question mark question mark (laughs) right some 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 episodes are
1: like second base some are like a full-on home run
0: oh yeah if you get that far I mean the thing is like the the thing that is unappealing for me is that the men always look like they're enjoying themselves yeah it's very it's
1: it's really funny because this show swings so wildly from male gaze to female gaze to yeah. male gaze to female gaze. There's no happy medium. No, Where not like, I could understand if this show was dedicated entirely to the male gaze. But something like this, especially because it was originally a book yeah, um, and, a, you know, partially an erotic novel and stuff like that, that is typically marketed towards women. So it confuses me that this doesn't cater as much to the female gaze as it does for the male guys. Like, don't get me wrong. Sam Merlock can wear a pair of jeans.
0: He really, he got he, that booty fine.
1: He he was born to wear jeans. Um, he
0: was and like, born wearing jeans with that butt. And like, you know, That's Jason weird. Stackhouse
1: has got like his shirt off at all times. And like, he has the negative body fat percentage and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> negative body fat. There is not an ounce of fat on that boy, except <laughs> in that so- cake, except in that cake.
0: Oh, he was also destined to wear jeans.
1: Yeah, I just watch him take his shirt on and off again. I'm sorry, what? Uh,
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot <laughs> so, um, What are we oh, talking right.
1: about? Female gays. Female gays. Female gays. <laughs> This Um, is what
0: I'm talking about. (laughs) Female gaze. The
1: female gaze. But, like, if you compare this to, say, something like Riverdale. Oh, yeah. Which, again, it's pulpy, it's terrible, uh, but is very much female gaze, you can kind of see where they're trying to bring in a male audience into this very female-directed series.
0: Yeah. The content is... You know all the marketing and everything is very uh it's done with the intention of bringing in a female audience
1: yeah exactly and uh, or or like I, I i even think like a queer audience like somebody who was oh, yeah. specifically interested in men yeah if you were if you were interested in the male body this is your this is, is for your, you. this, this, is, is, this for is for you we have hot scandinavian men we've got anna yeah. pack we've got ryan Quentin. They're going to be naked at some point. Ow. I keep slamming my hand on the desk. I'm making a point. You're very passionate. Okay. I am. I'm very about passionate it. about hot Scandinavian men. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the
0: hill I die on. Um, I, I also want to die on that. We can die holding hands on that hill. being <laughs> I mean, like... over it holding hands
1: with like a picture of Alex (laughs) Skarsgård and a camera. Alex Skarsgård just butt-ass naked, just being like, (laughs) cool, this is our hill. But I only want to see
0: the backside with him kind of like looking over his shoulder.
1: See, but I also appreciate the front. What was I saying about this show not appealing to the female gaze all that much? (laughs) (laughs) This episode in particular. Yes. But like, (laughs) yeah, it's the scene, the sex scenes always remind me of those really overdone, overproduced Raza's pollen scenes.
0: Uh can't say I've seen them.
1: I've I have sex worker friends. I've done things I just for research. I haven't seen them. <laughs> I, I've I've done things for research that no, nobody else that everybody else claims is for quote unquote research. I've actually done it for research. I really did it for research. I really did it for, for research. Science. <laughs> but like they're they're like really it's just it's sex, but it's really fake sex. Yeah. Like somebody like the women are just over the top and to the men money uh
0: yes but also <laughs> so say say this movie is coming uh, this television series is coming out now right yep. and you and your partner are watching television shows together and you decide you want to watch true blood who's sitting on the couch next to you
1: definitely not jason he's decided okay. this is trash and has gone and left the room i'm, oh, okay. I'm
0: pro- um, so probably, in most
1: circumstances it, is it will probably be my best husband. friend
0: yeah so, what do they need to keep men interested in a television series? Keep titties. them placated while they're sitting next to their wife watching Same thing Television I shows titties, about bums, and hot Scandinavian men. <laughs> yeah. If if my
1: wife is going to be fantasizing about uh, Alexander Skarsgård, I at least need Anna Paquin.
0: You 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 need titties and bums and fake sex scenes because men are used to seeing that shit constantly.
1: So this now leads into sort of the next scene. Yes, yeah,
0: speaking of sex.
1: <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of really awkward sex. Yes. Um, there's more trauma bonding between Tara and Sam who have now I'm moved drinking. onto the front of Sam's double wide trailer um, because Sam lives on site
0: yes yeah and
1: tara is being a nosy ass bitch she's like when was the last time you had sex and he's
0: like, oh a couple of months
1: and then tara is like oh the last time for me was like eight months four weeks 32 seconds she gets, really, that stuff. <laughs> she gets really specific i don't remember the exact like amount but she gets super specific we're good at that um and then, like, they're, like, talking about, like, how much it sucks to not have, like, personal relationships and how, like, dating in Bon Tamps is really hard and all this kind of stuff. And um, Sam offers to go get Tara another drink. And Tara's like, I'm the daughter of an al- – I'm the child of an alcoholic. I'm going to need at least three. And I'm like, damn, I feel that. I've
0: <laughs> uh, been there.
1: Um, and then so Sam goes inside and I love this scene. I love this scene so much. So it's framed at, like, is sitting perfectly in the middle of this scene. She's on the chair, and you can clearly see the cogs in her brain working. She's like, the man who is born to uh, born to wear jeans has just gone inside. Inside is where the sex happens. And she takes her hair out. Yeah. It's like to sort of make herself seem more attractive. And I'm like, that is the first time I've ever seen a woman take out her hair to have sex. Oh, i got to put it up. Yeah, it's like you gotta you gotta
0: get put all this face. shit.
1: Up. Yeah, You're you got be- you got work to do <laughs> to take all this off the face. It's like, <laughs> it's like eating a bowl of noodles. But... <laughs> you gotta make sure your hair doesn't get in anything. <laughs> <coughs> I'm yeah. gonna stop talking now.
0: <laughs> so Tara goes in and suggests that they have sex together. Obviously, Sam's like, ah, oh, not a good idea. I'm your boss. So I think um, we
1: should sleep together, which is a perfect sentence, which has never ruined friendships at all. A plus, Tara, way to go.
0: One. And, like, the, the rule where you work, when you work anywhere is don't sleep with your boss. Even if he is born
1: to wear a pair of jeans.
0: He can wear those damn jeans you admire from afar. Yeah, don't touch say, things. I really like your jeans. Where would you get them from? I'd like a pair. That's fine.
1: But don't maybe say That's to him, hey, boys. your jeans look real good, but they'd look better on my floor.
0: Don't say that. That's not allowed. That's oh god. That's a sexual that's sexual harassment in the workplace, everybody.
1: My my favorite part is she like like proposes this and Sam's like, nah, so so Tara goes and lies on the couch with like her legs
0: spread. Yeah. <laughs> she looks really comfy though. She does. There's
1: somebody who as <laughs> regularly assumes that position while at home by myself or with my husband, whatever. Like just having like sometimes you've just got to like release the tension in your hips. You do. You've just got to have one leg, up. one yeah. leg up on a couch somewhere, and another hanging down somewhere else, and it's a very comfortable position. But that is clearly not the intent. Tara yeah. is like, this is available. Come land here.
0: Let's go. Uh, so he pours another drink and he eventually does give up in and they end up having sex. I love the next morning when Tara <laughs> is woken up by the sounds of Sam barking in his sleep.
1: But, it's so cute though, because he's just kind of like. Yeah. It's like, just, it's the, like the cutest. Of, it's the cutest. like, it's what your puppy does. Yeah. When you get a new puppy and your puppy is having puppy dreams and he makes tiny little oh, puppy yeah. noises. Aww. That is what Sam does.
0: That's so cute. Except it's that. a
1: grown-ass man that you've just slept with, so it's kind of weird. Also,
0: yeah, that's weird. Um <clears throat> while uh Sam and Tara are doing the deed, uh Suki is asleep having an erotic dream about <sighs> God,
1: more awkward sex.
0: Right. So in her dream, I love how he's like, Suki, don't ever sneak up on a vampire. And it's like, you cannot sneak up on a vampire. <sighs> Oh, so, I, like, because it's kind of you don't know that it's a dream kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it's like, that. Sookie has just rocked up and then there's, there's Bill reading a book and he's very taken aback by the fact that this tiny human has snuck up on him.
0: Yeah, I love that she's like, I've never been with a man intimately for all the reasons I told you about, but I feel... <laughs> When I'm with you, oh, I've lost track of because I'm just gonna laugh. Um, I love that she's like, I can't get a decent night's sleep, so we've just yeah. got to get this shit I over just and bang done with. So sleep for five <laughs>
1: sake. And she's like, since I've met you, I haven't had a decent night's sleep. So can we just fucking yeah, bang so. so I can go back to bed? <laughs> like, God, so you make it sound like a chore. <laughs> <laughs> like All right, honey, I guess, buddy, okay? after, I, could, I guess yeah, it's Wednesday I after. I guess it's Wednesday after dinner. We'll go have sex.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 6.30, yeah, a ago, And,
1: like, so I, I discussed this with a friend of mine who is also listening to the podcast, Hello Amy. Hello. Um And we were talking about how, like, Bill is the most unattractive, attractive person in this series. <laughs> he really is, isn't he? So, like, and, but, like, Anna Paquin and uh, what's his face, Moya, Yeah. Steven Moya, Moyer. Uh,
0: like, they're not unattractive people. No, but in the... I, tv show bill is, bill is an attractive person
1: bill looks like he got stepped on by a boot <laughs> Sorry, bill. but like Suki makes it sound like so much of a chore but i'm like you you're like clearly fantasizing about this man why is it such a chore for you to have sex with him
0: yeah and i it's, yeah it's, uh, i don't know it's
1: such it, and again it's more awkward sex it's like the yeah. people who scripted this stuff have never actually had sex
0: with anybody or they've just had heaps of awkward sex or oh, they've just watched lots of porn. Oh, that Yeah, and they're just like, this is how people interact when they have sex. This is it.
1: And so the scene cuts back and Suki is pleasuring herself. She's masturbating, I think, while asleep. Yeah. And then she gets woken up and it cuts to the cat. <laughs> it's like, Tina, quit that, and just pulls her hand up from like her crotch. And I'm like, you've. Yeah, you've never had sex unless you've been watched by a pet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you've also never peed or had a shower without a pet watching yeah, you.
1: You've never, you've never lived without watching a pet, at, without having a pet watching you, your most intimate
0: of times. Yeah, doing something when you just need space.
1: But it's it's just so funny. I just love that she's, like, sitting there enjoying herself and then she wakes up and she's staring at a cat. And the cat's <laughs> like, like sup, what you doing? How come like- you play? I'm going to say something really, really inappropriate. Can I say it? Say Am it. I allowed? Get it out. <laughs> why are you ta- why, why are you that pussy instead of this one?
0: <laughs> ah, ah. That sounds somebody... like a dirty dad joke. You know when your dad's like such a few It's a dirty years dad joke. Somebody's got to be the gross, da-
1: and you're like, Dad. Somebody's got to be the dirty dad. Someone's got to do it.
0: Um. So during that night, while she's masturbating, uh, I don't know why I said it. Flicking the, flick flick the bean. Flicking the bean. Um, Bill goes and visits the three vampires at their nest. They basically make fun of him for living a mainstream life. And this yeah. is where we see that expression of we want to be free revolting against that norm that's expected of vampires. I the, think now that they're out in the wild, out in the wild. Out in society. <laughs> now, that they've de-
1: now that they've debuted. <laughs>
0: yes, made their debut into society.
1: I think this is the most interesting part of this episode. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Because that, and finally, that and Lafayette scene. That and Lafayette. Lafayette is always the most interesting part of any episode. Yeah. Um, but it gives us more perspective on vampires. And realistically, yeah. we've only seen vampires on the very edge of things. Mm. Um, you know, like, we're introduced to Billy in the bar. We sort of see a little bit of what he can do in combat. But we've never had this real interaction with vampires. Mm. Um. And so watching Bill interact with the nest um, is really, really interesting because you've clearly got these two points of opinion, but, like, the the nesting vampires, like, we think this was a really big mistake. My favourite part, though, these vampires have plastics on the couch. Yes! I wonder why. (laughs) But, like, they're also talking about how, like, what happened to Jerry.
0: Yeah, because they find out that basically Jerry is dead.
1: Yeah, so we find out that Jerry, <laughs> we find out that parts of Jerry are left on a highway somewhere. Yeah. And the, and the other human has been drained. Yeah. Which, um, I she
0: don't is, know why she got killed. That's pretty sad.
1: I think that, I think they were just in case like she had it or something like that, or she was in on it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but it's like, she felt so bad that she performed the ultimate sacrifice and it cuts to her. And I hate this as well. This gives me really icky feelings. Um... She's wrapped up in um, cling film, hanging upside down with her throat slit over a bucket. Yeah. And, again, it sort of plays into this whole, like, humans of possession kind of thing, but it really only ever sort of happens to women.
0: Yes. I have noticed.
1: Like, we we get a bit of it when Jessica comes into it in later episodes, Jessica being another vampire and with Hoyt when they're in a relationship, but they're specifically in a relationship. yeah. And Jessica says that Hoyt is mine. But that's realistically, I think, the only time we ever actually see a female vampire lay dominion over a man.
0: Yeah, putting that possession kind of out there.
1: Yeah, otherwise it's always like, you know, Sookie is mine, Sookie is mine, here is a corpse yeah. of a woman. Like It's it,
0: really dehumanising. And I think that that's what Bill was saying about how when vampires nest together they become nasty and then yeah they they, lose their humanity humanity.
1: yeah this episode's just got a lot of like violence towards women
0: (laughs) yes and i did make a note of that because i was just like holy shit women really get the rough end of the stick in this and it kind of
1: again it's a reoccurring theme through the series in like little sort of pockets and it's like if it's going to happen it's going to happen very dominantly and then it disappears for a little while
0: yeah then we don't see it for a bit.
1: And yeah, and then it comes back and it has so it's this it sort of plays into this like toxic is romantic kind of thing. It romanticizes Ugh. that domestic abuse kind of thing. And that just does not sit well with me. I Doesn't just gave myself well shivers.
0: Me. Yeah. Ugh. So um he threatens them with higher authorities. And this is where they're actually making a reference to the Queen of Louisiana and Eric.
1: And the authority.
0: And the um the the
1: Vampire authority. was like
0: the A, the V, the VA. No, the so vampire? they're just they're just known as the authority. Oh, Those... that's a different one. Yes, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so they're just known as the authority. So there's a breakdown of how vampire sort of hierarchies work. There is the authority, yes. who is so you've got like the magister and stuff like that who work yeah. directly for the authority, and the magister comes in later. Um, so you've got the authority and they rule over all of the vampires in the world. Yeah. And you've got magisters who go and dish out the justice of the authority and then you've got the kings and queens of each state, you've got sheriffs and then you've got vampires. This is, this is the way oh, there's
0: that. One, there's a, there's a uh, oh, well, I don't know if it's in the TV show, I can't remember. There's another step in between. It's an investigator. Between um, sheriffs and vampires, there's like another level Okay, because Bill is a procurator. Proc-
1: Bill is a procurer.
0: Well, in the, yeah, in the book, it's an investigator. Okay, so I th- I don't think
1: they're like part of the hierarchy. I think that's just a role that they're given.
0: Yeah, but it's also um, a role where they're protected as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. They have kind of this you person looking over them kind of thing. Yeah. So Bill threatens to go to the Queen of Louisiana, um, who I love. She's so <laughs> she's, she's so good um who you will find you will find out later is played by a very gorgeous model a uh, very gorgeous actress um That's
0: probably but one he's, of my favorite <laughs>
1: oh she's so good but like he's also threatening to go to because like he says i'll go to the higher authority and malcolm goes eric doesn't scare me
0: yeah and i'm like eric would scare me yes look i'm not intimidated by many people but i feel like i'd be intimidated by vampires
1: well, also, Alexander Skarsgård is just quite tall.
0: Yeah, he's like, what, six foot five or something, I think? Something, yeah.
1: something ridiculous something like that. Crazy. The man the man has lots of
0: height in it's him. It's just like, how do you get that high? That high?
1: I mean, <laughs> it's Scandinavia. There's something in the water.
0: I was like, I can tell you how I can get that high. But, hey!
1: Be um... <laughs> <laughs> responsible, kids. Um,
0: <laughs> but, yeah, so it's like Malcolm
1: says, I'm not scared of Eric, and then Bill mm. says something along the lines of, well, I'll go tell the Queen. Like, okay, one, I'll go, go tattle to Yeah. Okay, one, go tattle to your mom. Um, it's it's such it's such a I'm taking my ball and going home and I'm telling, I'm telling mommy you what you mean. It's my turn like, with the humans. <laughs> yeah. Um but it's very much this conflict of again, rebellion. Yeah. Because the nesting vampires are like, Well, we don't give a shit. Go tell whoever the fuck you want. Like I'll eat Nan Flanagan, I'll eat the fucking I'll eat everyone. Yeah, I don't give a shit. And Bill is like, "Huh, this um, may threaten. This may threaten what I want to do here."
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hmm. But it, it was good to see more more vampires because obviously these three vampires cause a lot of problems for Bontomp later on. So yeah,
1: I can't remember where they because they come up a lot in this episode, and then they come up a little bit later. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're I like I love their characters though that sort of like the nesting degrading very dehumanized kind of thing like I like that you get to see that side like what you would assume a vampire is
0: yeah exactly. I
1: hate, I hate the fact it's a nesting trope though yeah but I mean you always see that covens, like
0: if it was a, if it was witches yeah they've got to get something that people understand, understand. yeah <laughs> you got to spoon feed some stuff <laughs> Um, so the next morning I love this Sookie's outside mowing the lawn it's like super early in the morning
1: and <sighs> she's that neighbour <laughs> yeah.
0: I actually saw a TikTok the other day it was uh, from the unemployed in, the inspired unemployed and is it, it
1: the, was, the one where it's like the guy goes and mows the lawn so his neighbour goes and gets yeah the and they up. all
0: just like get out and they're like oh I was like it's, yes so, i loved
1: it so our next door neighbors are landscapers oh no <laughs> so like they mow their lawn or whatnot and jason goes fuck now i'm
0: gonna go mow the lawn
1: yeah <laughs> and i said that to him the other day i'm like is this what it's like and he's like yes
0: you know you gotta get out there you have to do it now
1: you have to do it now it's peer pressure <laughs>
0: So, um, Graham comes out and she's saying to Sookie, "Come in and eat something." And Sookie's is talking to her about her, um, like her hesitations regarding her relationship with Bill, yep. because she says, "You know, I I can't read his thoughts. Maybe that's why I'm scared of being and with him."
1: Bill explains it as magic.
0: Yes, he's oh.
1: like, "Oh, it's just it's just magic we can explain or magic we can't explain." I was like, like, don't vampires- you gaslight her. basically he's just
0: Uh, that's how we feel that's Um, that's the official
1: that's the official standing of this podcast
0: (laughs) we're gonna have a bill Toxicometer very soon (laughs) it's gonna it's gonna be on the discord we've got to create i'm gonna create an image i swear to god and we're just gonna we're just gonna lay an arrow out on it after every episode it's just just
1: bill's head slowly crawling up this thermometer
0: yes how toxic was bill this episode (laughs) oh god um so we head over to tara's place she's come home after having sex with sam and her mother is drunk in the living room and basically letty may is crying saying that she needs jesus to help her but because she's also drunk and a little bit belligerent she hits tara over the head with a vodka bottle when offered help
1: i just hate it yeah I hate it. And, again, going back to the trope of drunk black woman, that kind of thing. Yes. But also I just, I as much as I dislike Tara at times, I hate the fact that this is how she gets yeah. treated as a person. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: Like she is this punching bag for a lot of people. Mm. And I love, like, I love the character. I think it suits the character really, really well, and the character grows a lot through the seasons. Yeah but i just hate seeing it just it just triggers that guilt reflex in me and that i want help like reflex in me because i don't like seeing people one in abusive relationships with anybody no. two in abusive relationships with their parents and three just being treated like
0: trash well, it's just being compassionate and i think that Tara does bring that out in everybody she's meant to be that character that you connect to and want to see get better and uh and develop the most
1: yeah um and i think and like props to tara tara never really gives up on her mom she gets frustrated with her mom oh, yeah. but she never quite gives up on Letty may and i think Letty may takes that for granted because again she throws a vodka bottle at her yeah and they're like tara will go back and it's it's very it's a cycle it's a it's an abusive cycle um, but Tara knows, or Tara wants to believe, that her mother will get better.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And look, I, I've been there with my family members in the past. And yep. It's like, well, why can't you get? You'll get better. You'll get better. You'll get better. And look, some people do, and some people don't. And you know, it's funny we get to see a transformation, which I am appreciative of.
1: It's what it's what we like. We want to be able to see the best in people, and we don't want to see people fail, but we when we do see them fail, we can't identify that that is the point at which we should stop.
0: Yeah. That's the
1: circuit breaker. That's it. Like <laughs> one vodka bottle or too many over the head. Yeah. Like that's that's the circuit breaker. It would have been, like I would have given, if I was Tara, I would have given up on my mother ages ago because it oh, just yeah. would have been too much of a hurtful cycle to go back. And Tara is clearly, like, traumatised by this. Like it has changed her at a yeah. fundamental level. And we don't see what she was like before.
0: She's not given any flashbacks. No. Uh, she's, besides the 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 one that we did see in episode one.
1: Yeah. Like, we don't really get to see what Letty Mae was like beforehand or anything like that. Yeah. We don't get anything about, like, what Tara was like growing up or what Letty Mae was like when Tara was growing up. There's no real depth there, but we get to see Tara grow as a person.
0: Yeah. I think they're doing the exposition very well, though, where it's like... um, this is their current relationship, uh, and Tara, you know, plants seeds of she's always been like this, she's not going to change, I don't want to be there anymore. And so we get the idea that this has been going on for quite some time.
1: Yeah. Um, and I think that, like like we said, like Tara keeps going back, that kind of thing. I think it's interesting to watch how the writers are writing Letty May as well. Like we were talking about it as being the black drunk woman, trope but i don't think that it's inherently racist i like i say that i say this is a white woman but like they aren't playing up to it too much i don't yeah. think they're
0: showing that she's struggling though and yeah they, they're doing the sacrificial character in this
1: yeah she knows she needs help she wants tara to get like to help her yeah. um and i think that like they are trying to handle it the best they can yeah um and again in context this is in, what two thousand five, two thousand eight, whatever it was.
0: Yeah, two thousand eight.
1: Um, so in context, it is probably holding up better then than
0: that it is now. But I think we've... yeah, now it's just like uh, I don't want to see that anymore.
1: Yeah, um, but it is still oh Jesus, um, oh, it is still <laughs> it is still confronting um, to watch. Yeah, like absolutely. I th- I think if it was any character's parent, it would still be really yeah, confronting. To it is watch.
0: confronting, especially if you haven't experienced that your stuff like that stuff yourself. Mm-hmm. So, um it's fantastic that tara has lafayette I love lafayette she goes over to his house and um basically finds out that lafayette is a sex worker because one of his clients who is a state senator leaves just after she arrives and and she says what the hell was that and he's like that was a state senator and she's like you're a prostitute now I hate that word I... lafayette says i'm an entrepreneur
1: what a way to frame it though like yeah i'm like, an entrepreneur yes you are go go get it like small business owner yeah
0: and i love I, that she tells him that sam barks in his sleep and he's like oh damn white folk just all fucked up
1: <laughs> white folk just all fucked up and i'm like yes i love i love lafayette's react like lafayette's relationship with the state senator it gets so good yeah. i think later in this episode or it's like early in next episode oh it gets next so episode good.
0: yeah because uh, he doesn't have anyone else come in at that mm. point, but yeah, Lafayette's fantastic, and I, I, I even wrote notes, and I was like, Lafayette is the most interesting character so far.
1: I yeah, I think Lafayette is really, really interesting, but I also like again, I just really hate what happens to him in the books. Yes, <laughs> it's so it's so disappointing. But like, yeah, like Lafayette is this amalgamation of what I think like they could have done with three or four different characters, but yeah. they've put it into a. Queer femme but male, like femme but masculine presenting character who's also black and he's a sex worker and he's a drug dealer, but he's like working two legit jobs and all yeah. this kind of <laughs> stuff. Like, this is this is this is six characters in one,
0: yeah. And I think that's um, making that's what makes him so incredibly fascinating.
1: Also, like, his makeup is just
0: oh, and his outfits and his makeup and is his this attitude?
1: Is this the episode with the gold thong? Yes, Ah. Oh no i no. can't remember no
0: no
1: i just have the gold
0: thong no this is uh J- jason comes over to lafayette's house because he wants to buy viagra and i love that That's lafayette right. lafayette's like you can buy you can you can get that at the chemist. Like, <laughs> it's, like, what? Just, just, it's like just 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 dumbass. just go to
1: walmart my dude like, <laughs> they'll probably get off. they'll probably give it to you in a variety of shapes colors and flavors <laughs>
0: <laughs> why are you coming to me but he says, no, I don't sell Viagrafer. 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 <laughs> I don't sell Viagra, but I sell V, which we all know is, if you've been listening long enough. <laughs> go back and blood. listen to the other two, podca- go uh, back other to- two episodes. You've got to go back. Um, you so learn about Vampire LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, you're going to learn all about Vampire LinkedIn. Uh, sorry. It's super fucking expensive, so Jason can't afford to pay for it. And Lafayette agrees to let Jason dance for him instead of pants. dance for
1: your food. <laughs> and again, more awkward sexiness.
0: Yeah, but I actually love this scene so much. So uh, Jason strips down to his underwear. Okay, so uh, It's tiny is whiteies. Yeah, because Lafayette is also a the candle. Um, yeah, he he does a lot of his sex work via his his own website. That's which a, honest, is an which honestly,
1: which honestly, like for 2005 2008, like he's
0: on trend. He is 10, 15 yeah. years ahead of his time. He's got like an OnlyFans before OnlyFans was a thing. Before they were taking 30%. Oh my god. Um uh Apple what are they doing? Yeah, right. Oh god. Everybody does it. it. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> That's a that's whole pod, other
1: podcast. That's a whole other podcast. So, just write that on the the, the list of podcasts yeah. we have to do.
0: Jason puts on a Laura Bush mask and he's dancing in his tidy whities and Tara snoops through the door to see what she's doing. Imagine holding this, like, eternal flame for Jason Stackhouse. And and just watching
1: him, like, grind oh, it.
0: Oh, like white boy dancing like a fucking I love
1: weirdo. It. I love it as well, because he gets really awkward at awkward about it at first. He's, like, ask, asking Lafayette if this is what he has to do, and Lafayette's like, yeah, bitch, dance. Yeah, you're going to so, make like, a lot of money. Go. <laughs> and so he's playing. Jason just hypes himself up, which is like, fuck, it's All just right. another fucking Thursday. Let's go. You remind me of Party Boy mask. from Jackass. Yes. <laughs> he fucking party boys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just, like, fucking <laughs> party boys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're just we're just sitting here on this webcam just party boying at each other <laughs> I love party uh, boy. Oh. entirely entirely off topic um i saw a photo of johnny knoxville the other day and he does not look like johnny knoxville
0: uh he is a sexy silver fox
1: <laughs> yeah but he doesn't oh. look like johnny knoxville
0: i know and the thing is he's uh 50 50
1: Yeah, he's like 50 or 51, and he's like, he's he's like still wearing his red
0: cons. And I'm like, I had
1: such a crush on you when I was like 15.
0: Yeah. So 15 years ago, he was, oh, he was that was 35. Oh, God. But also 15, yeah. No, I was not 15 15 years ago. I was 15 17 years ago. (laughs) Just just emo scene
1: kid things being attracted to Johnny Knoxville.
0: Finding Johnny Knoxville hot, even though, like, any, okay. any, anyway, oh, no. Jason
1: is party boying for his V.
0: <laughs> Which is hilarious. Um, so I what,
1: want to know how much money Lafayette made off that video. I,
0: um, there's probably something in the True Blood wiki on it. I'll just make it up and put it in there. <laughs> this is uh, based now, on my calculations. This, <laughs> based on my very explicit calculations. <laughs> this is now law. You have no choice but to accept this. <laughs> this is a canon. This is now True Blood canon. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, Tara Tara's like peeking in. Oh yeah, Tara's like, what what the like fuck? "Fuck! What are you, what are you two doing in she's, here?" She's, she's,
1: and the look on her face is like this shock. I have the weirdest boner. Yeah. horrified. She's like, "Yes, but no." But also, I don't. Do I- <laughs> do i mm, no maybe i, you. I yeah. <laughs> um that's
0: so what he, you get for peering in through somebody's window yeah don't look through keyholes you don't know what you're gonna find
1: um so jason goes, party boy
0: so he goes to bill's house and sits on his porch and starts to masturbate again more awkward <laughs> sex like I this know. is this is,
1: this episode is nothing but awkward sex, and it is the most boring episode.
0: I know, and it's just like you could have made this so much more interesting. Like, I get now we're, we're establishing this sexual connection that vampires have, that Lafayette is a sex worker. And, and, and do you know what I find really fascinating is that it's exploring what sex means to each of these people. Yes, Not necessarily, but- oh, this is sex, this is sex, this is sex explicitly. It is so much... <laughs> excuse the pun, deeper than that. <laughs> like, Bullseye. Sookie is a virgin. And um, Jason likes, he has a few kinks of his own. Lafayette sees sex as a business.
1: The funny thing is, though, right, like, we see Sookie as a virgin, but she's clearly got this, like, hypersexual or, like, yeah. this very sexual being is part of her. But, like... I don't feel like masturbating on a set of stairs is the most comfortable thing. Like she
0: just wanders on up and just like pops her little handbag down. She's like, right, let's go do it. Uh, And Bill's inside the house. So I get get that that is very symbolic. Yes. Of how close she wants to be to Bill. Yes.
1: Uh, But also I'm just thinking of her back. Yeah. And tailbone. Oh, Oh, yeah.
0: Hitting up after that. Oh, fucking no thanks.
1: Mm-mm. The dolphins only do so much. Yeah,
0: they're not they're not gonna fix that. No. But um,
1: yeah, it's 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 this really symbolic scene about like how close she wants to be to Bill, but yeah. there's clearly still a barrier. There is still a door for their relationship to sort of go through. And yeah. it's explored a lot as well in a lot of like Sookie's fantasies because she's often fantasizing about Bill in the Sun, which is something yeah, she'll never get.
0: Exactly. It's all the things that she wants in a male who's Panion. not yeah. And who's not a vampire. I think she finds that sexy though. Because yes. you don't
1: you don't just go around getting off in public. Even no. if it is on somebody's front porch. <laughs> like Bill's Bill's house is a backaways and that kind of thing, but it's still relatively public. Like if the mailman showed up, he'd say I'm getting to it. And he's just gonna be like, Hello, ma'am. <laughs> Hello, how you doing? Um <laughs> so there's like that element of like danger or risk or like there's there's just that- bill too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, there's just her exploring a lot of her different sexuality there.
0: Yeah, and I and I do like that um, how we do see. Yeah, everybody's concept of sex. Like Tara sees it as a contract. And yeah, it's,
1: it's 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 meaningless basically.
0: It's yeah, it's sex. That's cool. Jason sees it as control and power, and Lafayette sees it as money. <laughs> So sees it as something very intimate and special and important,
1: which I have issues with the note of, like the the whole thing around like virginity, yeah, um, you know, like being a virgin doesn't make you any better or worse than anybody else, but yeah, like it just gives her this air of like pure and untouched, and yeah. so like even that like even her touching herself is like it's seen as like a very risky
0: act. Yeah, it's just seen you're as scary, a, sorry. you're heading too far in the wrong direction. To I mean, if she's getting off, she's innocence. heading in the right direction, but isn't that the, anyway. the goal of it all?
1: <laughs> anyway, that's about my dirty sex jokes. <laughs> that's what this episode is. This is dirty sex jokes.
0: Yeah, basically. Um, Sam interrupts her, which frustrates the fuck out of Sookie. She's just like, you... really. <laughs> Bitch, I'm not into edging. He <laughs> yeah, I her to go check on Dawn and she's like, it's my day off. And I'm like, that, I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's it's mm-hmm. worth noting that Sam didn't rock up
1: on Bill's Oh yeah. He, door. Called, <laughs> her. he called her. He,
0: he ran away. <laughs> like just phone. for
1: context. Like Sam calls her and she's like, what the fuck? Um, it's not like he rocked up on Vampire no. Bill's front porch and found Suki
0: like two <laughs> <laughs> I just said he interrupted her. Yeah, she just so cute. I have
1: come come to clean the pool.
0: (laughs) He's in a gold thong just with a (laughs) fucking pool net out in the front yard. It's like, girl doesn't even have a pool. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
1: I'm now just thinking of this horribly dirty, like, porn line where it's like, I have come to clean the
0: pool. It's like, I don't have a pool. I've come to clean the pool. (laughs) He just really insisted, And then it's like, let me clean the bowl." Just fucking, he's just there in the bathtub. (laughs) You just feel it Chuck a couple of leaves and a bit of dirt in there and you're like, (laughs) eh, off you go. Knock yourself out. Oh, my God. I'm Um, sorry, I'm unhinged. Yes. But so am I. (laughs) This podcast is unhinged. (laughs) This podcast is unhinged. So Soki being the person that I think a lot of people expect is always someone they can rely on. (laughs) And, uh, so she goes over to Dawn's house to check on her, but Dawn doesn't answer the front door. And I mean, she, she, she lets herself in, which, you know, if you're concerned, you you do that, right? If the door's unlocked, you'd be like. Yeah. Like if the door's unlocked and nobody's
1: answering and you're like a little bit concerned, I would probably go in, especially if the door's unlocked. I'd be like, okay, I look, I just want to make sure that like they didn't leave the door unlocked accidentally or something like that. Yeah. Once around, call, close the door, send somebody a message being like, Hey, it stopped over door was unlocked made sure that nobody was robbing the place I locked the door for you <laughs> yeah
0: um, so Soki goes in uh... so it's also worth noting that like they are in the middle of like
1: somebody has just been killed yeah so there is this there is this edge of like okay if somebody's not responding. We do want to just make sure that their welfare is okay. Like it's not yeah. just Suki's going around and being. It's not lazy. like
0: I'm just going to head on in. Yeah, she's she's worried. She's she's a little bit concerned now. Yes. Her and Dawn don't even have that good of a relationship, so no, they work together, and that's it. Yeah. Um. So laying on her bed, uh, on her back is Dawn, and Suki thinks that Dawn is just asleep. But on closer yes. inspection, she realizes that she is dead. The episode ends as Suki lets out an ear-piercing scream.
1: Dun-dun-dun! And I love that
0: they kind of do leave every episode with that link for the next episode.
1: Yeah, and it always somehow manages to kind of link back to Suki.
0: Yeah, she's always it's at always, the
1: end. <laughs> yeah, she's always at the end. And, like, I don't think, I, I can't remember if that's, like, a thing that just continues through this season or whatever, but, mm. like, the first three episodes it's always, like, it links back to Suki. it links back to Suki. it links back to Suki.
0: Yeah, always.
1: Always. So now we have another one of Jason's lovers dead who has been murdered.
0: Yes. And Jason Stackhouse was the last person to leave. The message that I got from this episode is don't have sex with Jason Stackhouse.
1: Yeah. Don't, don't, like, just don't be involved with the Stackhouse unless it's Adele
0: because she'll, she'll she's make fine. biscuits.
1: She's going to make
0: cookies. She's going to make some chicken salad. It's going to be fine. Don't, yeah. She'll
1: make, she'll make, like, she'll make Sunday lunch. Just don't invite the kids around.
0: Yeah. No, Jason. No, Sookie. Don't worry about it. Um, so what were your thoughts on the episode? Again, like, I summed it up at the beginning of the episode.
1: We kind of did this in reverse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is a... What I think they were trying to be as an impactful episode, um, they missed the mark by a lot. Yeah. Um, the The sexual assault scene, well, the implied sexual assault scene is entirely unnecessary.
0: Yeah, um, I not. And
1: is not. a fan. really just there for like for to I think it's like they're just to be edgy like yeah. to add that edge because like this is quote unquote an edgy show um but again it just kind of suffers from not having enough to do yeah That's
0: there's like, this filler it's like yeah let's just there's this.
1: <laughs> there's some really interesting parts about um like vampires and how they interact with each other and we find out a little bit more about the hierarchy um and just their thoughts in general um there's a little bit of like interconnecting stuff with a couple of characters but overall this is just a really lackluster episode
0: yeah I'm definitely with you on that one it's just like why bother and I think I'm I'm one of those people who like if I'm watching a tv
1: show and I'm like three or four episodes in it and I'm not hooked I'm probably not gonna watch it and with how good the first episode was and how yeah. good, kind of mediocre these two are I would probably give this another episode and then that's it if I was being really generous if I was like really invested in where this wanted like if I wanted to see where this was going I'd be like all right one more episode I'm gonna give it one more yeah but if I was like turning this on because it sounded interesting and I'm not super invested this is where I'd leave it
0: yeah, absolutely. I totally agree because I'd just be like, uh, how can you justify even making an episode out of this?" Like I understand that we're like you said, looking at how all these characters are intrinsically linked, we're looking at extracurricular activities, especially for Lafayette. Yeah. Um we're seeing the um uh, the impact of, you know, low socioeconomic areas in Louisiana because Lafayette has to have you know two jobs and sell drugs on the side and work as a sex worker yeah because that's the only way he can pay his bills
1: yeah um and we find out a little bit more about why he's doing that as well later but yeah. like there's
0: I, I think it's like
1: good that the next episode picks up a little bit and we find a little bit more out about some like ex- some more characters yeah but this is where I would have left it if I wasn't entirely on it like I might have picked it back up in like a series or two like a season or two like, like
0: oh, I might watch the rest of this now
1: yeah like I've got a spare weekend let's see what I'm doing like I'm gonna sit here and do cross stitch or whatever people do while they're watching tv series I sit there and watch- flick through tiktoks
0: um I... I'm, I'm
1: watching video while watching my, my videos terms.
0: yeah yeah I sit on twitter uh
1: <laughs> to be honest <laughs> because I just need the background noise but like yeah it wouldn't be something that I would actively be going out of my way to look at again
0: absolutely and yeah this episode is disappointing but also um yeah lots of unnecessary stuff but it's poorly utilized yes it was very poorly utilized it's like oh okay i get that you know you're trying to set up these characters and like we said last week you know these episodes where we do have the two filler episodes are important yeah because there's still there's still
1: Yeah, there's still exposition and there's still stuff that's going on, but again, it's just it's not well utilized. It's not well put together. It's fifty minutes,
0: and it's just like, oh, that episode. It's kind of a slog. Yeah, Yeah, it's
1: kind of a slog.
0: Yeah, definitely. But I am
1: looking forward to next episode.
0: Oh, okay. I can finally binge watch now that I've finished studying. (laughs) (laughs) All my semester just ended, so 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 excited next episode is like
1: fantasia and we meet eric and we meet pam and we get way more into like the vampires and how they all work and yeah. if i'm gonna be watching a show about vampires i want to see some fucking vampires yes i want
0: god, to see some, some vampire butts god I'll, there's gonna be <clears> some
1: fucking there's gonna be more awkward sex when it comes to oh. eric and it's oh, so oh. good you know exactly what scene i'm talking about too yeah. don't you oh god yeah help. it's gonna be so good it's gonna be so good
0: <laughs> So i'm like a red flag like how no what is it when you need help a white flag just sos yeah help, help. get me out of here <laughs>
1: um okay yeah. well i think that wraps it up for this week um yeah. that was season one episode three mine um i guess we will see you next week
0: yes you will don't forget to follow us on the twitter at club dead pod we're going to put up some uh, polls. We also ask, you know, questions and stuff, what you like about the show, uh, questions that you might like answered. So definitely check out the Twitter. Yeah, come the ask Twitter. us Come
1: ask us questions. We might yeah. have some answers. We might not. Um, we,
0: we I have we, a tendency we, to make things up.
1: And so fact do I. Check. As, as referenced in the first episode where I'm like, they're divorced. This place exists. Oh, uh, wait, uh, hang on.
0: Addie likes to fact check herself. I do not. I am unfiltered, like to... unfact checked.
1: I like to fact check myself after the fact (laughs) so I may as well not be
0: yeah you know what let's we're we're not going to fact check our questions regarding vampires
1: just send us some bullshit questions about vampires and we'll just make some bullshit answers up it'll be fine (laughs) we will see you next week everybody next week bye